Invested with purpose, making the most out of your time, talent, and treasures. Pull up a seat and join us as we uncover powerful testimonies that are sure to move and inspire you. Meet Christians from all walks of life and hear their incredible stories that will both motivate and challenge the way you view the world. These men and women exemplify Christian values and biblical stewardship in areas of mission, finance, entertainment, sports, and more. And today we have the privilege of a very special guest joining us here, Mr. Glenn Reppel. So in in a way of introduction, Glenn is the founder and president of GA Reppel & Company. He's been in the financial industry for 50 years, and he founded GA Reppel 40 years ago. Glenn's a certified teacher of biblical entrepreneurship and has trained over 600 business leaders who have likewise spread that teaching into 23 different countries. Just amazing. He's also authored the book Fraud and hosts a podcast called The Kingdom Living Series. Glenn says his greatest life treasure, though, is found in his wife, Joni, of 45 years, and of course, his children and grandchildren. Glenn, thank you for joining us today. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. It's an honor to be here with you. Well, Glenn, today we wanted to kind of tackle this subject of ESG. It's a very popular topic in the in the media. We've had uh, we we live in the great state of Florida and our our governor has has done something uh to the state as far as uh, disallowing them to get focused on this. But before we get started on that, I wanted to kind of define for everyone at least what Google <laughs> or the internet says. ESG is. And so I had a, I had a, looked up a couple of different places, got a kind of a common answer here. I wanted to define that for everyone. So I'm going to read this off to everyone here. So what is ESG? ESG is environmental, social, and governance investing, referring to a set of standards for a company's behavior used by socially conscious investors to screen potential investments. So you have the environmental criteria. This considers how a company safeguards the environment, including corporate policies addressing climate change, for example. You have the social criteria, and that looks at how a company examines and manages relationships with its employees, suppliers, customers, and the communities where it operates. And then you have the governance part, and this deals with a company's leadership, their executive pay, their audits, internal controls, and shareholder rights. So a lot of things there, and a lot of things that sound really good. Obviously, uh, we want to, uh, you know, be good stewards of the planet that we live on, and we want to. We'd like to know that companies have our best interests in mind, and and of course, paying employees fairly is is a good thing overall. So it sounds like a lot of good things are here, and yet it's become such a such a hot topic that we don't know exactly what this really is, and so that's why we brought Glenn on today because. As the head of a broker-dealer, he has a unique vantage point here um, that I'd love for him to share. So, uh, Glenn, I'd love f- first just to start, um, you know, as the head of a broker-dealer and, and of course, an advisor yourself, uh, how frequently are you getting asked about the ESG investing with your with your clients? Well, we do get the uh, – they come in and, and they ask that question, but it's not an everyday type of situation, but uh, – uh, but they they're coming to us generally because we invest with purpose also. So uh, they come in with a, a mindset of looking for a biblical responsible type of investing. And they think the ESG 
uh, is a possible way to do that because we come into agreement that the environment is really important, social and governance is all important. Uh, but they have these, uh, they have this question, how does that pair? And we have a social responsible investing too that we've had for a number of years. So how do these, how do all these things tie together? And so without a kingdom of God type of mindset, uh, we don't really, uh, we got to put a perspective to, to all of this. And so uh, who's making the rules and, and what's the flow of money and, and what impact is it really having? Uh, what's the direction of the flow of money? Uh, are we really honoring God are we, uh, with, with the money? Because it's his money. Are we being stewards over the earth, which is an important part, because uh, everything in the earth is his. Uh, and, and it's important, too, that we uh, uh, treat employees properly, too. So, uh, but, but with this, there's so many areas we have to look at is who's making up these rules. Right, right. I think it's interesting as you discuss that and even as Brian uh, reads off the definition here, you hear socially responsible and what it means to be socially responsible or even the term values-based investing and that ESG, part of it is uh, uh, the values and social governance and all of these terms, which, you know, at their core are subjective. Um, and so depending on what culture you're in, the, the, these things could change and the implications could change uh, within the culture. So I think, Glenn, as you mentioned, uh, it being uh, the kingdom standard and looking at things through the lens, lens of the scripture is extremely important. And so we were talk we, we touched on this just a bit earlier, but uh, here in Florida, our governor, Ron DeSantis, he just signed a, a, a bill into law and it states that officials – um, are barred from investing public money to promote ESG goals and prohibits ESG bond sales. And he actually said when he signed this, he stated he wants the executives in the state to act as fiduciaries and not engage in ideological joyrides. Now, we've kind of touched on this a little bit already. And, and like, you know, I have my own Roth IRA and the average investor has their different investments everywhere. But then we talk about bigger investments like state pensions. And that's what Governor DeSantis was getting at here and other governors are starting to address as well. Can you talk about the difference between just a client's average account and like the size of these pension accounts and how this can play into the ESG thing? Yeah, we're talking about trillions of dollars that are being controlled in these statewide pension funds and they're being controlled by a small group of people. And, and, and with that, if their agenda and you follow the funds, uh, it's very much towards the woke and the ESG uh, type of platform. Whereas if you have individual uh, IRAs or Roth IRAs, you're in control of those. But, but when it goes into the pension funds, it's the, the management at the state level that has that fiduciary responsibility. And many of those are just being managed by uh, three major firms across the country. Uh, with that, they're bringing in uh, this ESG, the woke type of agenda. Uh, and, and so uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, uh, gosh, we just thank him for, for, for recognizing uh, what, what that's all about and, and uh, uh, not, not taking these monies uh, because the flow of that money uh, is really important because with that, uh, they also get to vote the shares 
uh, of that stock. So consequently, they get control of the governance of that corporation and the board makeup uh, and voting the proxy votes uh, for, for those shareholders. So consequently, if you own individual companies in the ETF uh, or, or individual stocks, you get to vote those in your own IRA. And so, so consequently, you get to make the decisions in there. So it's really important that you understand who's behind uh, the investment, man, who you doing business with. Uh, what's what's the mindset? What's the culture uh, of the company that's managing the money? What are they doing uh, with the money? So what's the stewardship principles uh, that they're guiding and directing uh, the, those monies? And that so many times, uh, what we've done is we've put <laughs> being in the investment business is that we put money above. I mean, money becomes our god. And and again. Uh, you know, it, it's God, it, he, it's his, he owns it all. So consequently, it's really important that we're managing his money to bring honor and glory to him for his purposes. And again, uh, the, ES, the ESG sounds good uh, because we do want to protect and provide for the, the earth and, and there's a social uh, because we want to be inclusive because the gospel is a gospel that is inclusive, uh, not giving honor to any race or creed. Or it, it's, it's God's love of all mankind. He came to redeem all mankind. So, so that, that's the agenda that's really important here. But we start taking that agenda and saying that that we have to have uh, certain types or, or genders on, on a board versus, uh, versus uh, based upon their skills and, and their abilities uh, to run the company. I think that that's getting a little too far and, 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 and uh, they come against uh, uh, life. Uh, is, is, there, is that life is so important in those two trees in the garden. There's a tree of life and the tree of, really, I like to call it the tree of death. And what happens is we have not honored uh, life uh, we, we put we're willing to kill and abort babies uh, and and actually fund that through health insurance and in different ways so uh, it's really important that we get back and understand our identity of who we are and what and what God's ultimate purpose uh, here is for us to manifest this earth and bring honor and glory to, to, to yeah God. It, it seems interesting as there, there's it seems like there is no escape now, especially as things are so polarizing. I'm thinking about the average everyday investor who is not even aware conversations like this are happening. And even the everyday financial advisor who doesn't even uh, may not even be aware of the depth or maybe is realizing now the depth that all of this goes into the, the, the Christian uh, financial advisor that should be aware of this and the different options and what all these companies are doing. It seems like there's more of a responsibility responsibility for the investor to be more educated um, in what they're doing. And if not, um, if not that to be more educated in how they decide to pick a financial advisor who is aware of these things. It seems like there's so much, uh, there's so much to, to know and so much responsibility now uh, that's on those within the industry to make sure that these things are being communicated. Because like you said, it, it truly is a matter of life and death. It's not that we can stand neutrally with these things. We should at least make sure that we're striving to be aware of what's going on. 
yeah, we need to find out where these companies are, what, where they're giving to, because uh, they're, they're giving away money and they're taking stands, uh, a, a, sometimes political stands, uh, and, and it's important that we understand what they're doing uh, with the investors' monies. Uh, if they're giving them to Planned Parenthood, as an example, well, that's a decision that, as an investor, I'd like to know about. And, uh, and, and I know the other thing that's really come to mind also is is China. I can remember uh, probably 15, 20 years ago where there was just a big push in the investment industry. Hey, this is the, the greatest country and we need to be helping build their infrastructure and all this kind of stuff. We can see how that's turned out now. <laughs> uh, we've really funded and we've really become uh, dependent upon China for, for uh, so many uh, supplies. The supply chain comes to America through China. And, and uh, that's not, we're beholden to them. And, and, and now we're beholden in the oil industry to, uh, to enemies also. So uh, the flow of money, and, and that's the concern we have with, where we have regulation, whoever's deciding what ESG is uh, from, a, from a standpoint of, of uh, having a high ESG score, uh, we're going to support and, and banks are going to loan money. Well, that, that, really, that really makes it really, really difficult versus looking at the character of the people uh, and, and, and really how they're doing and how they're, they're performing. And so uh, uh, it, it's really cool. We have to look at the company, look at the flow of money, where they giving to uh, and, and uh, screen out those companies that are, that are funding the kingdom of darkness. You're absolutely right. And it's, it's like nothing, nothing is new here because, you know, you can go back 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when the human rights campaign was just getting started and they were trying to assign scores to companies and companies wanted to get a better score because it reflected on their diversity. Um, and, and so you would have companies that that would score great and they didn't even really know why other than they checked a couple of boxes that the HRC laid out for them. And and ultimately, companies that score poorly were, were – it was used as a bludgeon to, to get them to score better. And so here we are now, we fast forward, now we're doing it in the form of VSG and we, it's like we've taken it and put it on steroids. And it's just now to the point where, you know, if you don't get in line with this, then, then you must be doing it completely wrong. And going back to something you said earlier, you can have the most diverse board of, of male and female and race and different things and have one mindset on that board. So there really is no diversity. It's just diversity by appearance. And so then you have yeah. no diversity at all as far as the mindset of everything. It's all going one direction, right? Yeah, and again, it all started right there in that garden with a fallen mindset. Uh, and, and again, what's going on is, is diversity is, uh, is, is it's important. You don't see uh, on these boards typically a conservative and, and a uh, liberal mm -hmm. type of, of mind, you know, it's, it's not a mixture. And, and so it's important that, because uh, typically what's happened with the ESG, they've brought in boards that think one exactly. way uh, versus a, has a conservative voice. Uh, we don't see a Christian voice on there. Uh, and so, so it's important that we look at the companies. What are they voting on, uh, and 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 really screen out those things uh, that are against a biblical world view. Uh, and, and we're being pushed on certain agendas right now. The trans agenda has uh, just been coming out so much and, and, just, uh, and just the abortion issues that, that are out there too, that uh, we need to understand what are the, these companies, they're giving money, uh, they're providing health insurance, 
what what and what's the board makeup and what's what what's their culture really like? So, Glenn, before we finish, I wanted to get a little bit uh, personal with you in that you know your your journey over fifty years in the industry and and then having your broker dealer for forty years. Um, what was your aha moment when you first found out about biblically responsible investing versus ESG? How did that come about? Well, and, and again, just just to share a little of my story, uh, I grew up in the church, uh, but but again, my coming to Christ story is really an important one because uh, my 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 wife of fifty years oh, actually 50. we're fifty one fifty one years. You're reading the old uh, <laughs> bio there, but that's okay. Uh, but uh, but she said, uh, and this is about eight years into our marriage. She says, "I don't love you, and uh, I want you to move out." And I was having an adulterous affair. And the adulterous affair was loving Glenn mm-hmm. and loving business. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I heard the voice of God that night say, I love you. And when I heard that, I got discipled in business. And as I got discipled in business, uh, because I, I had a retired Army chaplain working in, in our business. He was our manager. And, and he discipled me. And with that, I started seeing workplace ministry. And as long as that came, and, and, and when that happened, then all of a sudden, I started growing and listening to the Lord and growing in the Lord. Uh, then this company called Timothy Plan comes along, and I looked at their screens, and they're, they're screening out uh, biblical worldview things. They go, wow. I said, that's something we really want to support also. Mm-hmm. And we started growing uh, in that mindset, a kingdom of God mindset, screening out the darkness, uh, knowing that light shines on darkness. So we really look at the hope uh, that we have in Jesus Christ, and light is shining. And and, and again, we see uh, the the body of Christ growing. We see in people uh, in the workplace ministering uh, and bringing hope and light into the marketplace. That's outstanding. Well, Glenn, where can people find you? More about uh, Glenn Reppel or GA Reppel as a company or information on your podcast. Where can they find all these things? Well, we've got a uh, got a podcast called the the RepelMinute.com, uh, and we have a Kingdom Living uh, podcast. And uh, what's amazing uh, how God is just, <laughs> I'm just so amazed. Uh, for, since 1986, I've been doing a daily devotion, uh, Monday through Friday to the workplace. And then once a week, uh, do a, an hour podcast and teaching. These are biblical teachings uh, that go out all over the world. And over 2 million people are, are opening up. So you can go into the, now th- this is, uh, we got jrepple.com, uh, which is our business. And we have our ministry ministry side, a for-profit ministry, we would call mm-hmm. it, uh, because our company funds uh, the ministry. So this isn't looking for money. There's no agenda there in the ministry, but uh, the repelminute.com. Outstanding. And Glenn, as you pointed out, I think it's very important that that Christian clients seek out advisors that have a like mindset in what they're looking for. Someone that is well-educated in both ESG, but biblically responsible investing as well, and can really help you invest with your values. Because I know you you can walk into anywhere and they might tell you something about values-based investing. And the reality is you might not be getting exactly what you're looking for. So find someone like Glenn Reppel or others that are out there that can really help you to invest as a steward, as Glenn was talking about. 
Invested with Purpose is brought to you by Timothy Partners Limited, advisor to the Timothy Plan Funds. Timothy Plan is a family of biblically responsible mutual funds and ETFs. For more information, please visit Timothy Plan's website at www.timothyplan.com. And remember to find us on all of the major social media platforms, such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn.